the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And good morning. I'm Gary Randall. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's Wednesday, February the 1st, 2023, in the year of our Lord. On February 1, 2003, the space shuttle Columbia, it broke up during re-entry, killed all seven of its crew members. Today in 1790, the U.S. Supreme Court convened for the first time in New York. However, since only three of the six justices were present, the court recessed until the next day. I suppose it was because they were traveling by horseback and they didn't get there in time. Today in 1862, the Battle Hymn of the Republic, it was a poem by Julia Ward Howe. It was first published in the Atlantic Monthly. It later became, of course, a hymn of sorts. Mine eyes has seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. Today in 1960, four black college students began a set-in protest at a Woolworths lunch counter in Greensboro, North Carolina, where they'd been refused service. Today in uh, 1979, Iranian religious leader Ayatollah Khomeini, he received a tumultuous welcome in Tehran as he ended nearly 15 years of exile and returned to power. Ten years ago today, <clears throat> Hillary Rodham Clinton resigned as America's 67th Secretary of State. Hillary's story is a sad story, isn't it? She spent her entire life, by her own account, running for President of the United States. She came so close, but she didn't get it. When we set those kinds of goals as the life goal, I don't know. Hillary's life is interesting, to say the least. One year ago today, quarterback Tom Brady, he announced his retirement from the NFL after winning seven Super Bowls and an unprecedented 22-year career. For all you football fans, you know that's a pretty big deal. Six weeks later, he reversed course and he announced he would return for a 23rd season. That was one year ago today. Well, this morning, I noticed Tom Brady put out a, something on social media that said that he would not be returning next year. And the press is wondering if he's going to repeat last year or if he's really going to retire. I have no idea. But that's a few things that's happening in our world this morning. Also happening this morning, there's a kind of a slow rollout of Joe Biden's classified documents fiasco. It's a scandal. It's continuing this morning. It was revealed in the news headlines a couple of hours ago that the FBI was, the news says swarming. I don't think they were swarming his house. They don't swarm anything that is related to Joe Biden. But nonetheless, they're at his beach house and they're in there and they're collecting or looking for documents, classified documents. Instead of a leak or announcement by the Department of Justice, Biden's White House, his White House counsel, was allowed to deliver the news via a statement extolling 
their supposed cooperation and transparency in the matter. Is the FBI and the D- Department of Justice, are they cooperating with the Biden administration and with the President Biden himself and his closest people to make it look like they're doing the same thing to him that they were doing to Donald Trump a while back? I don't know. It just doesn't feel right to me. So instead of a leak or an announcement, it's kind of choreographed. It's kind of like the hearings on the January 6th thing. The headlines this morning, some of them were two inches high. It was like Pearl Harbor all over again or something. FBI, I'm quoting headlines, FBI searches Biden home, docs probe accelerates. One headline I saw this morning on a newspaper was two inches high. The DOJ is just so differential, so amicable when dealing with the Democrat president. They've allowed Biden to schedule and consent to every FBI search so far. That's <laughs> what a coincidence. It just so happens that the president and his team were allowed to stay at the beach house in question the weekend before the search. Last weekend, they spent their time there, probably look, searching for documents that the DOJ they knew was coming later in the week to search for documents. The timeline here is just, it's not coincidental from a standpoint, from a political standpoint at all. I'm not a politician, but I mean, even I can figure that out. It definitely feels like this is being slow walked in order to soften the blow. The press is being given little snippets that barely make the news cycle. But just about everything we've learned over the last month could have been disclosed in one news report. I mean, really, it could have. But oh no, they want it to drip, drip, drip. You know why? Because the scandal seems less serious when it comes out as little, small drips. It could be glossed over, dismissed, or buried somewhere in the news. Really, it is. And they do that. Regardless, <laughs> we'll soon find out if the FBI found anything at Biden's beach house. They're in there as we speak this morning. We originate at 9 a.m. in the morning, as you know, live. And then some of you are listening a little bit later. By the time you hear this, you may know that they found documents or didn't. I don't mean to be pessimistic, but I, I don't think it'll matter a lot. Because this all seems so staged, so produced, so organized. But that's the world we live in. The Bible says, For the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous, and his ears are open unto their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against them that do evil. And who is he that will harm you? If you be followers of that which is good, that's First Peter uh, chapter three verses twelve and thirteen. I think the message there, well, it is, the message there is what it, what it says. But I think something we could take away from that is don't grow weary, weary in well doing. The eyes of the Lord are over the righteous, and His ears are open unto their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against them that do evil, not just are evil in their hearts, but do evil. The Lord is with you. Carry on. Don't grow weary in well-doing. I'd like to say uh, good morning to any listeners we may have in Albuquerque and Santa Fe, New Mexico today. This program begins this today 
on KKIM. It's a 10,000-watt uh, station, 1,000 AM on the dial in Albuquerque, Santa Fe, New Mexico. There We decided to go on this station because after prayer, I felt that the Lord wanted us to do it. And so we did. And uh, we're beginning. We don't expect to have a large audience this morning, but if you're listening, I'd love to hear from you. We will be on every morning at this time, or every actually it's afternoon there. We're on from 1 p.m. to 1.30 p.m. on KKIM. And um, I'm asking our our listeners around the, the loop on this program, and we're on a number of stations now, uh, we don't we don't have big, uh, you know, resources to draw from, but the people that listen to this program support it, and it's going to take a while for us to get a, a a listener base in this area. I think we will. I some have said, you know, why why would you go into areas that are not known to be conservative? Well, if we were using that as a guide for this program, we wouldn't be on in Seattle and Portland. And I mean, there's a lot of places that we wouldn't be on because they're hardly uh, bastions of conservatism. I'd probably rather, for the budget's sake, be on in places in Texas and, and Florida and so on. But nonetheless, we are sort of in the midst of some of the most secularized cultures and communities and cities uh, around the area here in the Northwest and now a little bit uh, in the western part of the U.S. So for those of you who may be listening... Thank you for turning us on. I know they've been running some ads on KKIM. For all of you who are regularly listen to us and are regular listeners, I just want to put this out. I prayed about this, and I felt very strongly we should do it. We didn't have the budget to do it. We're not reckless. We're responsible, and I think those of you who know me know that. But I just felt like the Lord wanted us to do this. I really did. And so I did it. We need to raise $12,000 to cover our expenses there. And by the time that has, that will carry us until the people who listen on KKIM will begin support, supporting the program and cover the costs of it being on in their area. If you can help me with that, we're not going to talk about this. We're not going to make a big campaign out of it. We just don't do that. But if you can help me with that, we need $12,000 to cover this new uh outreach of this program there are hundreds and hundreds of stations that we could be on across the country if we had the budget we don't but we could be the program is is wanted by a lot of broadcasters so we're taking this step and it's again a step of faith uh pray about it if god leads you to do something about it thank you in advance if he doesn't then just pray that he'll speak to somebody else but we're making the move we're on beginning today in Albuquerque and Santa Fe, New Mexico. Thank you for standing with us with your support, and thank you for helping us with the budget of this growing, expanding ministry each month. We wouldn't be here without you. Our address is Box 399, Bellevue, Washington, 98009. Box 399, Bellevue, Washington, 98009. You know, we live in a world of illusion. There's an interesting story today. I didn't read all of it, but I read a part of it. It says online trolls 
have been using AI-powered software to create racist, deep fake of celebrities. A few days ago, tech startup Eleven Labs, that's the name of the company, it's a new company, it's a new tech company, Eleven, like the number, Labs, it's all one word. They launched a beta version of this new, uh, a new voice program for artificial intelligence. This feature gives users the ability to create create synthetic voices for text-to-speech audio or to clone somebody else's voice. So now the company has revealed in a tweet that there has been an increasing number of voice cloning misuse cases. (laughs) While the company didn't specify exactly what type of misuse has been carried out with their app, a report by Vice found that technology being used to create racist, deep, fake celebrity voices is being used in a growing way. Specifically, online tools have used the product to generate voices that sound like Joe uh, Rogan, Ben Shapiro, Emma Watson, and others making racist and transphobic comments. Boiled down, what that means is they decide... They take a recording of a voice, say Ben Shapiro. He's a well-known conservative. Uh, he writes a, an article every day, and he has a column. He has a radio program. and so, Or they could be anybody. It could be Billy Graham. I mean, it could be his voice. It could be anything. So they take the voice of the person, and they, they uh, create a – with these tools in this program, they create a, an exact likeness of that voice, and then they program that voice – to say things that that person would never say. In this case, it was about making racist and transphobic comments. So this is what's coming next in the tech world, is they can take a recording of my voice. I mean, I'm not the big enough deal. They're probably not interested in me. But whomever, they could take a voice of your voice and then create a program where you are saying, your voice is saying things that you would never say. How do you defend that? So I didn't say that. Yes, you did. We have it on tape. We live in a world of illusion. I want to talk to you a little bit about how that illusion is touching our families, our kids. U.S. Surgeon General has suggested that a social media age limit Health officials are now urging parents to keep young kids and teens off the apps completely. I was surprised that they were so definite about it, but they have been. And here's why. The Bible says that parents are to train up a child in the way he should go. I think most of us know that verse. We've heard that verse. We've read it. But unfortunately, our culture has created a number of surrogates to displace parents in the training up of the kids. For example, the entertainment industry has chosen to lead kids down the rainbow path, the LGBTQ worldview. We've talked about that a number of times on this program. That even claims that God makes mistakes in the creation of children. Sometimes boys are born in girls' bodies and vice versa, they say, and they're doing this in classrooms, public school classrooms. They're doing it in entertainment. Disney is leading that parade at a cost, a great cost, to the kids that they influence and to their stockholders. But perhaps the most powerfully destructive and invasive surrogates is social media. 
parents and lawmakers are trying to crack down on the use of the platforms, but experts point out that there are unique challenges in the legal fight of doing this. Most of their friends, most of their peers, they live in a TikTok world. They live in an Instagram world. One dad is asking in an article I read yesterday, how can I navigate teaching them to be wise in what they're doing? He said, I've lost my children. Interestingly enough, in Deuteronomy, the Bible talks about parents. It speaks, has parents speaking, saying, I've lost my child to someone else. My hands are weak. I can do nothing about it. There's several verses in chapter 6 and elsewhere in Deuteronomy. A growing number of parents are concerned about their children's social media use. And now, these top health officials are taking a position on when they should be exposed to the media, the social media. A new study shows that a lot of time on social media can be changing how adolescent brains develop, even. Researchers looking at the relationship between the use and other mental health challenges among youth are concerned. Several social media platforms require users to be at least 13 years old to use their platforms. But they're not verifying it. It's hard to verify. They can't verify it. A six-year-old can put in and say they're 14 years old. How does Mark Zuckerberg identify that? He doesn't. He probably isn't really even trying. But nonetheless, the U.S. Surgeon General, Dr. Vivek Murthy, he says, quote, I personally, based on the data I've seen, believe that 13 is too early. So he's saying that your kids should be older than 13 before they get on social media. He said if parents, Murthy said, if parents can band together and say, you know, as a group, we're not going to allow our kids to use social media until they're 16 or 17 or 18 or whatever age they choose, that's a much more effective strategy in making sure your kids don't get exposed to harm early. More than a thousand families are suing social media companies claiming that the platforms are negatively impacting their children's mental health. They are. I was a youth pastor for 10 years. I've seen destructive things come and go. This is destructive. I'm not suggesting that you just shut off all media to your kid, but I am suggesting strongly this morning that you pay attention to it. And kids should not live their life on social media. And TikTok is the most destructive of all, in my opinion. And I think my opinion is informed. Despite TikTok's claim of instituting youth well-being policies and bolstering its digital wellness hub, they have a whole thing on that about digital wellness. Two lawsuits are already renewing concerns about what some call inappropriate, sometimes potentially dangerous content displayed to minors on uh, use the app. I, I mean, they don't know what their ages are. Indiana Attorney General uh, Todd uh, Rokita, I think that's how you pronounce his last name, he's accused the Chinese-owned media platform of deceiving its users with a major focus on how the app targets children. The AG claims that the app's algorithm is designed to make it addictive and that once kids are hooked, it promotes material that's not age-appropriate. I think we kind of knew that. But the court documents specifically mentioned, and I read them, they specifically mentioned content that 
hallucinogenic drugs, how to, uh, about that, how to make alcohol taste like candy, and videos of strippers, which the state says is a du- direct violation of TikTok's 12-plus rule on the Apple App Store and T for teen rating in the Google Play Store and the Microsoft Store. In order to hold that status, an app should be able to prove that references to things like alcohol, drugs, and sexual content are infrequent and mild. I didn't know that till I was studying uh, this content for this program, but uh, it's amazing. Once on the platform, many children are exposed to nonstop offerings of inappropriate contact, uh, contact from TikTok and their algorithms. And the algorithms then begin to force feed the kids once they have seen something on their device, whatever it is, then they start force feeding to these kids that kind of programming and it goes downhill from there. They, 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 they cause the kids to become addicted to the content that they put in front of them in the first place. It's, it's brutal. It's demonic as far as I'm concerned. The resulting harm to young people and society at large has been devastating. And they talk about that in this lawsuit, this attorney general of, from Indiana. The second lawsuit says the company is misleading its users when it comes to personal data and that the app does not disclose how much of your information it has access to. But they have found that it has access to a great deal of your data, your personal profile. The company did not specifically comment on the brewing legal battle, but they released a statement, TikTok, and they're saying now, quote, and you know a lawyer wrote this. for. I mean, this it's just words. It's, it's nothing. But here's what they said. They said, the safety, privacy, and security of our community is our top priority. We build youth well-being into our policies, limit features by age, and empower parents with tools and resources, the company said. That's nonsense. It's a lie. They don't do that. In its lawsuits, Indiana is seeking up to $5,000 per violation as well as changes to TikTok's policies. A recent lawsuit against TikTok says the company isn't doing enough to stop the blackout challenge. Have you heard of that? If you have children or grandchildren, you should be aware of it. It's a trend that encourages people to use belts or ropes or some similar item to choke themselves until they pass out. I know, it sounds bizarre. If you're over 40, like I am, I mean, you've been around a while and you you think you've heard it all, and then you say, what? Two families filed a lawsuit after their children died, and a number of kids have died from this now. But two have signed lawsuits so far. They're placing the blame squarely on the app of TikTok. Eight-year-old Alani Eric Walton, she never made it to see her ninth birthday, and nine-year-old Ariana Jaylene Arroyo, she never saw her tenth birthday. The suit says both died from strangulation after attempting the blackout challenge, which encourages users to choke themselves, and TikTok is named in the lawsuit. It's been on there. TikTok responded. They told the Washington Post that, quote, The disturbing challenge, which people seem to learn about from other sources other than TikTok, long predates our program and has never been a TikTok trend. Yeah, it only became a trend when it started showing up on TikTok. Uh, Again, that's a lie. 
Chicago-based Attorney General, this Karen Conte, says these platforms may invoke the 230. That's a provision. 230 is a provision that our government, I, I think in honesty, I think our government did it blindly because what we know about the media now, we didn't know 10, 15, 20 years ago when these things started emerging. And they carved out because they thought the Internet was a good idea, Congress, and I, I rarely, uh, you know, I'm advocating for Congress as a whole. They do stupid things a lot. I think we all know that. <clears throat> but they carved out this thing, and it, it, the, the rule, the policy is, is referred to as 230. And they, they gave um, the, the social media platforms certain advantages, and one was that they couldn't be sued for for information or content on their on their app or on their platform to give them the chance to grow and become a useful tool and communication. And there is a, po- a positive side to the internet for sure. I mean, in ministry and in personal communications and so on, family staying in touch and all of that. I mean, it, it's not all bad, but it's being used for bad things and it's destroying kids. Because it's giving them stuff they're not prepared for. So anyway, this this gave them legal protection, the the apps, from being sued because someone else put content on their app. So so they couldn't be sued where newspapers, radio stations, TV stations can be. That I mean that's a short version of it, but that's what they're talking about here. But the Indiana lawsuit claims that the Chinese government and the Communist Party have a demonstrated interest in the kind of data that TikTok collects on its users, which they can use to spy on, to blackmail, to coerce these users. I agree 100%. It continues further claiming the company deceives people about how much data is collected. I'm sure the Chinese Communist Party is more than happy to pick up their bag full of data every morning from TikTok. While kids are spilling their guts and adults are telling everything they know, trying to impress people. They We create an illusion, and we live in an illusion in our world today. It's very difficult. God says we are to meditate on his word day and night, not be consumed with social media. It can be useful. It can be helpful, but it is destructive to the child because of what these people are doing, particularly TikTok, but Facebook, Instagram, all of it is, is geared toward certainly monetizing it, but so often to push an agenda, not unlike Disney and others who are just hell-bent on getting our kids to believe that God makes mistakes when he creates little boys and girls, and some of us are neither, or we're both, or whatever. The Bible says in Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 7, and thou shalt teach them, talking about the children, diligently unto thy children the laws of God. They shall talk of them when thou sittest in thine house and when thou walkest by the way and when thou liest down and when thou risest up. The word of God, scripture. The following verses direct the parent to be authentic in their faith. Not perfect, but authentic. Like Proverbs twenty nine seventeen says, Correct thy son and he shall give thee rest. Yea, he shall give thee delight unto thy soul explain the dangers and why you are helping the child withdraw or reduce the time spent on social media. Tell them about it. Tell them what you're up to. Psalms 127 says, Lo, children are a heritage of the Lord, and the fruit of the womb is his reward. Don't let the enemy steal your child. 
Don't let them lead them into this world of illusion that isn't real. The only thing that's real, ultimately, is God's Word. And we base our lives on that. Hey, thanks for being with me today. I'll see you tomorrow. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.